So today, of course, by the calendar is March 19th, and it will remain March 19th until midnight. But in the church year, we have begun the third Sunday of ordinary time. So it is no longer March 19th. March 19th, of course, is the great feast of St. Joseph. But his feast day is over in the eyes of the church. But this is St. Joseph's parish. And some of you have a prayer to St. Joseph that we're going to say after communion. So let me reference St. Joseph for just a minute. And if you don't tell on me, I won't tell on you. But you might remember that last year, Pope Francis dedicated the year to St. Joseph. He proclaimed that we should all really spend some time intentionally thinking about him. There's a wonderful document he released announcing that year. It's called Patris Corde. It's online in English. You can download it very easily referenced in the heart of the Father. That's how it starts out. And he gives a list of qualities about Joseph that he reflects upon. And some of them you would expect, a loving father, loyal husband, and so forth. But there's one quality in particular that has always struck me, and I personally have gotten lots of prayer time out of it. And he refers to Joseph as creatively courageous. Creatively courageous. It's one thing to be courageous and foolhardy, courageous and egotistical, courageous and just very self-centered. There's not a lot of creativity that comes out of that. It's another thing to be incredibly creative, to see things in a new way, to maybe imagine things that no one else has imagined, but then to just sort of sit back huddling in a corner without the courage to take that creativity and bring it to life. And if you think about the life of Joseph and what he did, creative and courageous, I think, are just the right words to put together in the face of a very strange set of marching orders. He was able to allow something new to come up inside of him and to act upon it, whether it was taking Mary into his home before he fully had it all sorted out who this son of his would be, whether taking the family into Egypt on a moment's notice when he had to come up with a plan, Lots of other things you could say there, creatively courageous. But I'm mentioning that not just because it is the, or was the Feast of St. Joseph, but I think those two words are very applicable to the one we meet tonight in Scripture, and that's Moses. Think about Moses through that light, creatively courageous. Is he courageous? Boy, you better believe it. He's someone who's literally running for his life. And he's hiding out, and God says, no, I want you to go back to Egypt, the very place you ran away from. I've got a mission for you. It's the last thing Moses wants to hear. It's easy for us to look at that and say, well, that's Moses. Come on, Charlton Heston could do anything. What's he afraid of? But Moses didn't know he was Moses at that very beginning stage. So it took courage, but I would like to suggest that the courage was very much grounded in the creativity itself. Now notice how God does this. Look at at God's way of working into Moses' heart. He gives Moses two means of identification. The first one is very creative. It's very strange. No one had ever heard it before. God had certainly never referred to himself in this way. I am who am, 
There's no really accurate way to translate it. Yahweh, we sometimes say, we stick some vowels in there. For our Orthodox Jewish friends, they won't even pronounce that name. It's so sacred. And there's something beautiful about that. But creative, totally new. Not only had Moses never heard that before, no one had ever heard that before. But along with that which is totally new, there is something which is very familiar. Because God also says to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He grounds himself in Moses' history and his identity as a son of Israel. He couldn't have done it any better than that. And again, for us, maybe those are just Bible names, but for an Israelite, that would have meant everything. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of your people, the God of your ancestors. You know who I am. You can trust me. And oh, by the way, I'm also this Yahweh, something new and creative, but grounded courageously. Where does courage come from? It'd be nice if we had a little switch on our back and we could just flip it up, be courageous today. But real courage, if it's not bravado and just foolhardiness, real courage is grounded in experience. If you're truly courageous, you have hearts, right? Core. If you're really courageous and not just stupid, it's because you know who you are. You know how you got there. You know what resources you can draw on. You've developed trust. And maybe you're going to stretch that in this situation that's calling for your courage. But real courage grows out of a history. And that's what Moses draws on when God says, I am a God that you know. Even though it's a burning bush and you don't know what the heck is up with that, and my name is Yahweh and you don't understand what that is, that's what's new. That's what you're going to take to Pharaoh. That's something inside of you that you didn't even see in yourself, but you can trust me because I am the God of your ancestors. And I want you to put, Moses, I want you to put those two things together side by side, your courage and my creativity. Okay, wonderful Bible story, but what does that look like for us? I think as we move into this third week of Lent, it's an encouragement for us. Simply to say, as I move into this Lent, however it is I approached it, maybe for some of you, you know, you are trying to offload something, let something go. I hope alongside that there's also an invitation, there's something I want to take on, there's something I want to try and shoulder, maybe work on a relationship, healed an old wound, whatever that might be. But ask yourself, where's the creativity in that? What new is coming to life inside of you as you've sat with that these days and weeks? And it doesn't have to be hugely dramatic, but we never come into contact with God without something new being sparked. Maybe it is a little bit more generosity. Maybe it is being able to see things with a new perspective. Maybe it is opening a wounded heart and saying, okay, Lord, this is the time, this is the Lent. This is the year where I want to invite a little bit of healing in. And I know that's not going to be easy because that doesn't only happen in the chapel. I've got to have some conversations. I've got to seek some help, whatever that looks like. And then where is the courage? Where is the Lord saying, hey, we're old friends. We've been together a long time. 
Draw on your memories, draw on your past, draw on your identity, because that's where the courage will ultimately come from. Not just us tugging on our own bootstraps, but saying, okay, Lord, your grace matters, but come into this history that I bring. Come into this family history. Come into this experience I've had these years of my marriage. Come into this experience as I've walked this career path. Come into this friendship. Come into this fear, maybe. Maybe this fear that has kept me back for longer than I care to admit. Whatever it is, where is the call to courage in your own private heart and life? Because those two things with God will always go together. A source of courage that is grounded in your own history, even if that's been painful, maybe the courage is to seek some healing and a source of creativity of something that is new. The last thing I'll just say is some of you noticed as you came in, I hope you notice as you go out or you'll stay here after mass for a little time in prayer, there's a monstrance out there that was used over at the seminary a hundred years ago for the Eucharistic Congress for adoration. I'm going to celebrate an adoration for vocations here in the church. You'll hear more about that later. But think about the Eucharist itself, how grounded in tradition it is. Yes, 2,000 years of Christianity, but that idea of bringing bread to sacrifice goes thousands of years before that. Can that be for us a source of courage? a courage to seek and find vocation, whatever that looks like, and certainly to look for vocations in our church, but also creative. The Eucharist, if nothing else, should be a source of creativity. When you come down the line to receive communion tonight, what is new? What is the invitation to do something or embrace something new? Those will always go together in the Lord. Where? is the invitation to be courageous? And what is the imaginative newness that God is creatively calling us to?